Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's Wimbledon Finals, Major League Baseball, all the latest fighting news, and this season's NFL. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BLEAV to get the bonus and get into action. Bet online where the game starts. Hello, hello, hello. It's Private Talk Podcast with Alexis Texas, and we are back season four. And today, Private Talk, we have the pleasure of having Adelia on the couch. Hi. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you for coming you. to Private Talk. I'm excited to get to know you a little bit better. I've seen clips of your podcast all over lately, and I just can't get enough of you. Your, you know, your personality, how you know excited you are about your content. I feel like you know you're just authentically yourself, and I feel like nowadays it's really hard to kind of stick out in a you know a, a sea full of content. Yeah. So I feel like you've kind of made a really good splash, and so I'd love to get to know you more. So introduce yourself to Private Talk. Hello, I'm Adelia. I am an internet whore who's celibate in real life. Um, <laughs> been nice. almost two years without dick. How's that going for you? Um, I keep wanting to lose it, but I'm staying strong. Nice. Have you been tempted? Have you almost yeah. crossed the line? Are you just like staying away from everything altogether? Because, you know, how do you, are you like doing it for what reasons? I have just only ever, I feel like, experienced fuckboys or just people that always end up breaking my heart <laughs> so um i almost broke it last saturday with a okay. guy who i'm actually pretty into um but all we did was make out and had a little celibate sleepover so i'm just holding out so like, are there rules like what is it just penetration is it oral sex is I it done anything. everything he's actually the first guy I even kissed in two years okay and is that by choice yeah. or it's like you just like i said it's like sometimes we isolate ourselves because we're either healing or trying to figure out like what kind of partner do we really want and i feel like sometimes you know when we establish that we may have our picker off of like you said fuck boys it's like sometimes we also project that energy without knowing it it's like mm -hmm. so when we don't really sit down and sit with ourselves and be like what do i really need from a partner yeah. what makes me happy and not just being validated by just the, the first boy that's like oh you're pretty i love your hair yeah. and i feel like sometimes as women we kind of cling on to like the fuck boys because it's like easy and even though in mm -hmm. a sense it's not easy in the long term in the, in the beginning it's easy because they're telling us what we want to hear yeah so have you done work on yourself or like what kind of like established you to like push yourself to the celibacy um honestly i've been doing it on and off since college okay. um so like in college i think i was celibate for over a year until i started dating someone Although he cheated on me a lot, but it's fine because at least I was happy for a solid. Do you month. tell your partners up front that, like, on first date or like the first time you're meeting them, like, yeah. hey, like, don't expect anything from me. I'm on the celibacy journey. Like, you can either join the ride or fuck off. Yeah, exactly. Okay, that's exactly what I say. And then I tell them what I'm looking for if they're interested. Can you let us know what you're looking for? Tell private talk. Let's, oh, let's manifest it for you. I'm big about manifesting. Okay. So, what are you looking for in a partner? I love goofy, authentic people. Um, I feel like I'm more into men than women, but I'm into, like, I could have a girlfriend and a boyfriend, but I feel like I couldn't just have a girlfriend for like the rest have of my you, life. Have you had a girlfriend? No, I haven't, okay. but I have the biggest girl crush on Maddie May. 
Hi, Maddie. <laughs> Hi, Maddie. Um, she knows it, though. But <laughs> Okay. Have you ever done anything with females other oh, than yeah. the fact admire them? No, yeah. I've eaten a lot of pussy. Okay. So you're good at eating pussy. I don't know if I'm good because it's been over a year for even women, but that, I think, is involuntary. Okay. Well, I feel like you, know, if, you if you're good at it once, you have to be good at it twice, right? Yeah. I just think I might be a little nervous for the first time back, and I'm like, oh, my God, just I forgot like, where the clit is. Just knock the dust off of it, girl. <laughs> just keep on eating. You're ways to the good parts. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so what else in your partner? Um, oh my god, I actually have a whole list. Should okay. I bring it up? Yeah, I would love to. I feel like it's important because I feel like a lot of people say like, "Oh, is it? Am I? Is this too much?" Like, no, you're not too much for anybody. If you're gonna, person's gonna have, be all the things that you want them to be. So that list it can be long, it can be tall, it can be short, it can yeah. be whatever. So here is what I'm looking for. Goofy. I added this one when I had a spider in my house. Must kill spiders for me. Come over okay. at any cost. Um, Preferred get a vasectomy because I don't want kids. Um, must be a feminist. Um, must be down to make content with me and help my grand bro. Now, whether that is OnlyFans content, TikTok content, etc., I just want someone who can help my career. Okay. Um, can't be in a traditional job. Not into that. <laughs> um, ready to embarrass themselves. Funny, kind to me and others. Genuinely kind because you know a lot of people are nice, mm -hmm. but I don't think. A lot of people who are nice aren't kind. Like, they do it to get certain things. Like, I want someone who's kind. Okay. Like, if I'm nice to a person, it's because I genuinely like them, and mm -hmm. I'm not really nice to people that I don't fuck with. Okay. Um, can make me laugh, respect my boundaries, treats my, law, uh, treats my dog like his child, except if she loves them more, I'm out. Um, she's got to <laughs> love me the most. Um, is, You're like, sorry, this was going so well, but <laughs> she's liking it's just me too much. not going to work out for me. Sorry. <laughs> um, is grounded, has done the healing work and is continuing to do the healing work, is able to be calm, can stay home or go party. Fucks like Owen Gray. And this is another preferred thing, but liking dubstep because um, I, I fucked a dubstep. I fucked it up in our sex life. Do you if, only fuck to dubstep? Oh, it's I would prefer that. Um, I, I'm not gonna slow it down to the weekend. So that's your only temp, like your only speed is dubstep. That's like what I like. Yeah, that's what you like. Okay. Honestly, when I'm using my vibrator at home, I come to dubstep drops. Um, hey, you know what you like. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. You know, stick with what works for you. <laughs> I hear really you and your vagina. Off. Really, <laughs> you know, you could maybe have a playlist for her. Yeah. Make it romantic. It's like you know, date night. <laughs> Just me and some dubstep, some 140 BPM, kind of fuck it so up. So I love that though. So how old are you? I'm 26. So you being 26 year old, 26 years old, I feel like is really good to like put a really core foundation of those things that you want. Like some of them may sound silly, but those are things that you really want and have qualities in a man. And I again, sticking to what you want and what you're like needing, I feel like you manifest that through your everyday life. Like mm -hmm. if it's finding someone who's going to like dubstep because you're at a concert and you like to go to things or like you know similarities and in interests. I feel like people just deal with like being in LA for so long you're just like oh the people settle mm -hmm. and especially like you know and, and I think you know being 26 it's like you should experiment them all like there was this yeah. one lady that my girlfriend she rode in an uber and she was like you need to have a hundred dicks before you settle down because it's like you know theoretically it's like you need to try them all out before you really know what you want because every person is different every situation can be different so oh, yeah you know, maybe not fuck them all, but you know, you try them out, go on a date. And I think that it's yeah. cool to have the boundaries of the celibacy of like, cause you really could see who's invested in getting to know who you are mm -hmm. and who's either maybe a fan of your work or your podcast, or maybe who wants to have clout from you yeah. or who wants to really be invested in getting to know you and where you're going forward. Like you said, being a part of your business and growing you. A thousand percent. And it's like, when I was in college, 
I fucked a lot. Like, I watched Blue Mountain State growing up. Well, in high school, I guess that's not really growing up. But I watched Blue Mountain State, and I'm like, yo, these guys, they were all hoes their freshman year. So what am I going to do? I'm mm-hmm. going to be a hoe my freshman year. And just, it was fun my freshman year. And then I was kind of a hoe again my senior year. But, like, sophomore so and junior year. So explain to Miss Texas what a hoe is to you. Like, was, what did you, what is your body count? Were you just, like, flirtatiously going, like, you know, because in college, you can either... You know, you can do a lot of blowjobs, you can do hand jobs, or you yeah. can go all the way and fuck them all. There's I wanted whole... to fuck a new guy every weekend. That was my goal. Did you? Maybe not every weekend. Okay. But a lot of weekends. <laughs> sometimes too? Sometimes too, yeah. Okay. And then sometimes I'd accidentally fuck best friends and I'd get angry text messages. Accidentally? Or, you know, you just... <laughs> it's hard because, like, they're all, like... It frats are not that big. Okay. Like they are big, but like their pledge class isn't that big. So like especially freshman year when I was fucking a lot of other freshmen. Okay. It was just like it was kind of hard to avoid friends. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah. Kind of hard. But um, then I got chlamydia, and then I'm like, hmm, maybe mm. I need to either start using condoms, which I didn't like, or slow it down. Okay. So you were raw dogging just out there. <laughs> raw dogging everybody. Everybody. Okay. Everybody. Okay. Not the best choices, but we live and we learn. Yeah. You know we, <laughs> we live and we. Learn learn now i like get so tested chlamydia, for TV. chlamydia really just was the deal you know the ceiling would be like listen i need to get my shit together let's do this and i still want to do it but let's do it safe no i still raw dogged i just raw dog less oh okay so it didn't fucking it didn't matter no you i just took your pills and went on your merry way <laughs> i just try to avoid fucking kappa cigs after that and focus on other frats that didn't get what, chlamydia what, as much. what cap did you have what cap what fraternity did you move on to next um i think i was fucking essays okay um I fucked Alpha Sigs like my whole freshman year. Mm. Um, Pikes I didn't get to till like my junior and senior year. Uh, yeah, it was I was I was a crazy one. I like to fuck. <laughs> See, I like it. I, I do, and it, honestly, everyone is like, "How are you celibate? Like, isn't that hard?" Honestly, after even having a celibate sleepover on Saturday, all I could think about for the next like four or five days was penis and mm. how much I wanted it until I finally could like snap myself out of like this dick. And I was trying to use my vibrator. I'm like, you know what? I want dick. Let me No, My vagina was having none of it. It was like throbbing for dick. Mm. And it's so difficult, but it's like, I know what I'm looking for and I don't want to. So what made him not worthy of those choices and what will it take for you to break that? Is it having to be in a relationship actually, or Uh, just someone that you feel that's close to your list? Not just close to my list. Cause like I've only known him for a week now. So I feel it. I'm just gonna have to get to know him okay. over the next few weeks. Which that's kind of. I mean, I mean, nowadays I feel like things are sped up. Like, but but knowing someone for only a week and having a sleepover, I feel like is a big step. Because in, t- yeah. in essence, he's still a stranger. You yeah. don't really know. And I kissed him. Okay. And I don't. I haven't like kissed a man in so fucking long. Was so. it good? Was oh. it like one to ten? Oh my god, I'd say ten. I haven't had that much sexual chemistry with anyone since like so my ex in high wet. school. Oh yeah, I was like dripping. Okay, I was dripping, and it was really hard to say no because all I wanted to do was. Was talk. there dry humping involved? Yes. Okay. There was kissing and dry humping. Did he and come in his pants? No, he didn't. But I almost came. <laughs> I almost came from kissing and dry humping. But I kind of feel like that's hot. I it feel was like you so know it's slowing hot. down. Of like, why do we need to rush? Like, I feel like so many people like think about like they fuck first and then think about it later, like of yeah. who you're fucking, and it's like you know that they're entering your body. That person's energy will be with you, like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to think about those things. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so he's got potential. He has potential. I think I'm just going to wait and kind of see where it goes. And I don't want to, like, 
speed anything up or so you're still open to like where do you meet guys to like as far as dating or girls um i just meet them organically okay. i so you're not on any dating apps or I, I was but it was mainly just to promote my only fans and then i got banned for impersonating myself and i can't oh. get any of my accounts back how does that even work like who's the person we need to call like how do you ban yourself from impersonating you it's an instagram too that was happening to everyone's instagrams for a little bit but every like so the discrimination days, of um uh, I mean, content. I mean, you're not yeah. a sex worker. To, well, I guess it is still sex work. Yeah, know, yes. I'm still a sex worker. I just, I have fucked on okay. my OnlyFans, but that was literally the last guy I fucked. And okay. then I was so, like, oh my God, I'm so over this. So on your OnlyFans, you do solos, you go girl, girl on your OnlyFans. What yeah. do, can we find on your OnlyFans? I do have sex tapes with the last guy that I fucked. And I have a few of those. I have a few blowjob videos. Um, I can squirt. I can squirt a lot. Okay. And I can... Squirt queen over there. Squirt a lot. <laughs> like many times in a row. So I go OnlyFans Live a lot where it's like there have been days I squirt five times and I'm like hitting like four feet. And who needs Crazy. dick when you're squirting five times? Yeah. I mean, it's, it, that's exhausting. Oh, my pussy was a little burnt out. I slowed down on the lives because I'm like, oh my God, like my vibrator doesn't even do anything right now. Yeah, you know, it's always good to have a little break. You know, yeah. desensitization is a real thing. Sometimes you gotta like, you know, sit back, enjoy it a little bit. Yeah, I didn't know that my vagina could burn out like that, but I was going live like three, four times a week, like squirting like crazy. So mm -hmm. I just happens, I guess. Hey, I mean, I feel like the more relaxed you are with your body and like your sexuality, that that's how it really happens because you're it's your releasing, you know, mm -hmm. your female ejaculate and you're it's you're coming, but yeah. it's in a different form. And I know a really lot of form. girls take testosterone to try oh. to get their horny up and I didn't know that but okay yeah a lot of never had that problem <laughs> I'm Puerto Rican it just happens it just happens you yeah. never burn your libido out no I like to fuck a lot I feel like that's why I got into porn many moons ago uh -huh. and I was just young dumb and full of cum and I just munchy like poppy just couldn't stop and I yeah. just I don't know I feel like even the older that I've gotten I think that me like porn for me kind of helped me figure out my like sexuality like as far as like what I liked what I didn't like and it was in a safe space so mm -hmm. for me I learned a lot about my sexuality and being a woman in the industry and yeah. I feel like now being older I crave it more but in different ways like mm -hmm. there's different things that make me think things are hot like even like expressing like how you're saying how you not having sex and taking that off the table and like going back to almost like juvenile like humping each other and like kissing and stuff you know those people forget about the like the intimacy of what you know sex and like those yeah. feelings really are and i feel like that's important to kind of bring back full circle of like who you are because you start to lose that as a sex worker it's like becomes kind of um mechanical and like it's like a b c d you know and everybody has their different parts but it's like yeah. sometimes of what makes us all unique is bringing your own sensuality into your work and for me mm -hmm. that's why i always love porn is because i always said it's like my artwork and that's yeah. how i express myself and i've just always been comfortable naked so you know just took it to a next level oh yeah i feel like i was posting in pasties at like 18 going to festivals and a lot of drugs but. see i never was a festival <laughs> girl i loved music but i don't feel like where i'm from texas where there's not any of that that's enough where I could have gotten to like yeah. where you know, it's not it wasn't really fun but you growing up here you know in LA I'm sure you're kind of exposed to things a lot more um earlier than like people like kids your age yeah I'd say growing up in LA I mean I took ecstasy for the first time at like 15 16 to be fair I was semi-drugged 
but it's like my friends told willingly me, or did you like were they just like hey take this or were you like you how to explain that see because you say semi so what is i they told me i was taking something called ecstasy and i had only tried weed before okay so i asked them is it like weed i've only taken weed and they say yeah it's just like weed. definitely not anything and, like <laughs> and then um i was rolling at school <laughs> How is that experience? I had to leave, and mm. then um, did you tell them, or do you just like I don't feel good? Like, because at that point you're also high. Like, yeah. you like, hey, I took a pill, or were they just like, you're like, I hopped a fence. Oh, so you were just out of there. I was out of there. <laughs> Smart and girl. As a 15, 16 year old on ecstasy for my first time, I blew three guys that day. Oh, not great. <laughs> three. <laughs> Sorry, guys. mom. Just I would go from one person to the next to the next. Did I'm they like, know? And was this at school? This was not at school. Um, okay. One of the guys picked me up from the other guy's place. Did he know where you just came out of? He didn't care. I don't. I, I didn't tell him. Yo, I just blew a guy right before you. But then. Well, I mean, if he, if you're from a, you know, well, I guess it's not a small town. I'm thinking about for me. It's like if you go by somebody's house, you know who's ho- who lives there. You know yeah, what I mean? So it's not, like it's not not on your. <laughs> no. <laughs> and I just I just kept it going, and okay. I'm like, oh my god, I was I was crazy as a high schooler. So then like. Um, my mom sent me to rehab for weed. Um, she sent me to one of those like Mormon Paris Hilton like rehabs when I was a senior in high school. So then did it um, work? No, I tried coke right after I got oh. out. <laughs> okay. uh, they convinced me to try coke. <laughs> they convinced me. What kind of rehab? Every, well, every, like the other people in the rehab. Oh, you're um, like this. My thing was not even that bad, but y'all had some hardcore stuff. Yeah. I want to try that. I wasn't even like super into weed. Okay. I just failed one drug test, and my mom was like, you know you're off you're off to the races like so i got kidnapped and everything say that you're you grew up in a strict household so strict i'd okay. have to like sneak out i wasn't allowed to like fuck or be with guys do you think that that has a plays a part of why you started doing things so early on to like test the limits no i'd say it's just because you couldn't do it because i feel like you have this for me just talking to you you have this repeated behavior of like when you don't want when you when you want something really bad and you really want it but then it's like you're trying to resist now the urges right yeah you're getting it back to sex but like when someone tells us no we mm-hmm. want to do it more because we don't know better and we want to know why you said no to us so we yeah. want to try it you know what i mean and that's why being young it's like we have nothing to really lose because we have our parents. And so sometimes I feel like, you know, people who like close net and you, you just kind of like wild child out. Like one of my best friends yeah. like that was like, she was like, went the total opposite. As soon as she turned 18, she did everything her mother didn't tell, want her to do. And I feel like that sometimes I feel like may have a part of why we experiment a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I had more freedom where they were just like, I had older sisters and they weren't bad and I was. So when yeah. I came around, they didn't know that these things existed that I was doing. So uh-huh. they were just like, oh. Cute. Cute. Now, we have, now we have new rules. Like <laughs> you have a curfew and you have these things where it's like, yeah, work both ways. I feel like for me, I was just kind of born this way. Okay. That's just kind of how I feel. I always felt like a black sheep and it's like, I always felt like I did things being scared of my parents, but okay. knowing it's what I wanted to do. And maybe I rebelled a little bit against the church versus my parents, but I was genuinely like really scared of my parents and I did not want to, them to find out about anything I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in college, I was also crazy. I mean, I can still be crazy now. I'm just crazy in a little bit different ways and I'm a lot toned down. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's also one of those things, like you said, where when it's not too and far between to be like, oh, you're, you're celibate because you've had a lot of experience. And I think for you is like maybe sex played a different part for you in other ways mm-hmm. than like what your reality and like life, like how you want to see things going for your future or your future partner and like those things. I think we don't think about how we interpret it, sex. Yeah. It's like because we're just using our body 
bodies, even though we enjoyed it. You yeah. know what I mean? We were having fun doing it, but now it's like, okay, wait, I can still use my body and do things I want to do, but on my terms and exactly. not just because it's like a free for all. I just remember like wanting to lose my virginity so bad when I was like 14. I'm like, I'm just over it. Like I just wanted to find the first guy who would like lose my virginity. And I do think that was more had more so how to do with the church telling me that like losing your virginity is bad. I was just like, no, I'm over being a virgin. Like, let's just get this over with. And I don't think it was until probably my junior year of college where I was really like, what am I looking for? Like, I don't think I want to just have meaningless sex anymore. Mm. But like, it took a lot of work on myself because I think just having, I think more so I had a lot of trauma from my parents. So Mm. I was like desensitized to a lot of things. Like, a lot of my friendships were shallow. A lot of like just my relationships in general were shallow. So until I started like doing the work on myself, yeah. all I could really have were those shallow well, surface level friendships. Saw. So it's like you're programmed to believe like that's what that's supposed to be or yeah. look like for sure. Yeah. But that's good. I, I'm uh, that's good to hear that you know something like you know doing the work is hard work. Nobody wants to do any of that. You know, what I mean, showing up for yourself is the mm-hmm. most important thing. But finding and identifying like why we act out the way they things and not to change that behavior, but to make it really work for you and you to continue to be happy and on the path that you are and being yeah. wild and crazy in your new way of doing it and I think that that's really unique that someone your age can really like go through life like that at this early of an age mm-hmm. taken honestly so, I feel like just my anxiety I'm like I need to do something about this yeah and my body's so sensitive to any medication so that's just been out but I do take a lot of mushrooms and I meditate mm-hmm. a lot on mushrooms and I do a lot of self-discovery on mushrooms plus like life coaching acupuncture like I just try to do it all. Nice. I like that for you. So how did you get into doing your podcast? How did you, how did that all come about? Were you just someone that you seem very like good with your words? You feel very like, you know, an alpha female energy as far as like standing in your power. And you just knew that you had a message and want to deliver it. How did you start the podcast route? I remember, God, the hypocrisy of this, but for the longest time, I'm like, I could never make an OnlyFans. I could never, I could never use my body for, um, profit like it's just like I was so judgmental and then one day I just I took a lot of acid okay uh being transparent took a lot of acid and I'm like wait I actually really do want to start an OnlyFans like who whose voices are these and I'm like they're not Mm. my voices I'm like oh is it my parents it's a little bit of my parents it was a little bit of my coworkers at the time it was a little bit of my friends saying like OnlyFans girls are whores and I'm like I'm gonna start an OnlyFans and then I'm like but I need to make a difference when I start an OnlyFans like I need to kind of destigmatize it and normalize mm-hmm. you being in tune with your sexuality and girls having sexual power and not putting shame with that. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I made my OnlyFans in a month or so later. I'm like, I was planning the podcast. So on your OnlyFans at that time, did you just create the OnlyFans to have a platform to speak on about it? Or were you intentionally doing it because you wanted to do solo stuff and show your body and do those things? Like what was the thought of that process? I think more so I started my OnlyFans to do the podcast. Um, I definitely like showing my body though. It's like I have always enjoyed being half naked on Instagram Mm -hmm. or full naked or having sheer shirts. Like that's something I've always liked to do. so having an OnlyFans felt really empowering to me when I started it just because I was able to show my body and make money off of it. And I was able to be successful when it's like no one really thought I was going to be successful. And then once I started masturbating on camera, I remember that was a huge dilemma because I'm like, OK, masturbating on camera is kind of where it's it's not just. uh uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Like when you're shooting naked, it, it's more so porn because mm. it's like 
uh, you being it's naked. a sexual act instead yeah. of just showing your body. Exactly. Yeah. So that was a huge, like, so what kind decision. of pushed you in that direction to go that route? If it first wasn't your intention of doing maybe masturbation. Yeah. So, um, I had management and that was my last time having management. I'm not a believer in management, but like I had a manager who kept saying like your only fans numbers aren't doing great because you're not masturbating. So I just got pushed into it. I think mm. before I was ready, but then it was weird. I fired him like the day after okay. I came out with my first masturbation videos. Cause I'm like, this just didn't make sense for me. And, uh, then I was like, Oh my God, I can like get really into masturbating on camera. It's like I started masturbating to myself masturbating. Mm. And then I was able to just think of myself as like a hot sexual being. And I, before that, always thought it was kind of ugly. So it's just like, just the longer I've done OnlyFans, like the better I feel about myself and how I present myself. And Is it because you feel like, because you keep showing up and doing more so you feel more comfortable? Or is it because of the feedback that you're getting from your fans and how successful that your OF has become? Um, no, I'd say more so just like, looking at myself okay um i mean the fans definitely help mm -hmm. but i mean a hundred people could tell me i'm pretty and i would still think i'm ugly if like that's what i believe for sure so now it's more so like a hundred people could tell me i'm ugly and i feel pretty because it's so it's, you believe it now yeah now i believe it mm -hmm. it's taken a it's taken a lot of fucking work and there's still important. times where i'm like okay i'm just not looking my best today but I'm trying to avoid words like, you look ugly today. It's just like, okay, you didn't get a lot of sleep or you haven't eaten a lot. Like, come on, we can look better tomorrow. <laughs> mm -hmm. So what was the first reaction of when, when you started your OF and you came out that you were doing it? What was the reaction from your peers? A lot of, girl, what are you doing? Girl, <laughs> what are you doing with your life? And now everyone who said that, or almost everyone is like, oh my God, girl, congrats on your success. Like, <laughs> it's How just, does that make you feel? Um, kind of like I told you so, or do you feel yeah. like proud of that because you kept listening to your intuition and just doing what you wanted to do? I'd say both. Okay. It kind of like feels good to big dick. That's kind of what I say. Like it feels good to big dick the people who told me not to do it. I'm like, oh, so how's working like 12 hour days doing sales? <laughs> how, how's that? How does that working out for you? Oh, me? Yeah. I just moved into a house. <laughs> That's nice. just like how I feel. But, um, I don't really say it like that. Like, that's just how I kind of feel inside for the people who all judge me. But yeah. like, you know. What do you think was your first like um, time of being like in a sense viral where people started to really notice what you were doing and getting bigger numbers on your podcast numbers and your OF? Well, I'd say I started going viral um, my junior year of college for raves. But that I didn't have uh, an OnlyFans yet or anything. That's just like I was the girl who was known for wearing pasties at raves. So I was being posted on like every rave account and I got recognized like every rave I went to. And then my dad found that Instagram and he made me delete it. If he was still going to support me during college, then I had to delete that Instagram. And it took me a little bit to start going viral again. But that was, I remember when I deleted that Instagram because I put like my heart and soul into that Instagram. Did you feel crushed? Like I was like depressed. Yeah. I was fully depressed. Like I was going through a breakup. Um, my whole Instagram was deleted and it was just because I feel like nowadays that people kind of make like your social media is kind of like your identity mm -hmm. and it's like you cling on to those those things what would you say what social media platform is what your favorite to use um it used to be TikTok, okay but right now it's Facebook because it's the easiest to go viral on Facebook 
Um, TikTok, I don't know what happened, but like I've been banned probably four or five times. And then every time I've been banned, it's just like they don't push my content anymore. And it's like I haven't gone viral in such a long time, which I have just thought it's a little unfair because I used to go viral a lot on TikTok. And now it's like, do you think it's because of the context of what you're talking about? Or why, why do they say that you're banned? Are you every I mean, time I'm banned? It's like just stupid shit. Like I remember it's discrimination. I thought it was discrimination um, because it's like I even tried to do like serious stuff, like talking about overcoming an eating disorder and mm. stuff like that. And then they would take that stuff down. They would take anything down where I talked about mental health because they were like, I think they said the last time I was banned that um, they were scared I would commit suicide or something. And I'm like, because I'm being honest about my mental health and where I'm at, like I see so many other creators doing that. So I just kept getting banned and then they would just stop pushing my content. (laughs) So they're the most frustrating (laughs) platform, I'd say. Instagram is also, I think every social media platform has just been incredibly frustrating the past few years. Yeah. Agreed. I feel like it definitely isn't fair all the way across the board, and I feel mm-hmm. like uh, it definitely should change. Yeah. Uh, if you could change jobs, would you? And if so, what would you be? Oh, my God. I don't think I would change jobs. I would – I mean, no, I don't think I would change jobs. It's just I would like – more streams of income but that is coming to me soon Mm -hmm. just like through the podcast i'm gonna start getting paid for it soon but like i mean i would just i would love to be going viral on tiktok more and make some money on that but would i change jobs for that no i would just want that as like an additional source of income okay who do you go to for advice my life coach but then when she tells me what i don't want to hear my friends (laughs) (laughs) funny how that works (laughs) well sometimes she's trying to tell me she's like you need to wait three months um, of talking to a guy before fucking him. And I'm like, it's been a week and I'm going crazy. Like, let's be a little realistic here. She's like, okay, well, if you get your heart broken, I'm like, oh my God, I can maybe wait a month. I think a month is like, but three months. Oh my God. I mean, that does realistically sound like a long time, but time is relative. And it depends yeah. that you want to get out of those situations. Yeah. Because again, it's like, what kind of partner do you want? Do you want to be a partner that could be, that's like patient and like understanding of your like, you know, oh, yeah. every, all those things. So it's like, it does sound like a bad thing, but I feel like sometimes the hardest things are the best things for us. Yeah. So maybe you should listen to your life coach. I'll tr- I told her that I would try. It's just I'm just um, gonna get you a chastity belt so someone else has the keys so yeah. you cannot have it because every time you know, every these like sleepovers that are platonic at this moment make you know at the third second month you know we may oh, we yeah. have to be uh, have somebody watch you. Oh yeah, because my vagina is already yelling at me. It's it took over my brain for a few days and I was like so ready to text him. Let's just fuck. Let's just, and I would just put my phone on do not disturb and like hide it from myself because I'm like. Adelia, what is going on with you? Because, again, I haven't had the sexual chemistry with anyone in years. It's like you should think of something to replace every time, like, you're, like, instead of, you know, keep your mind busy. And, like, every time you feel like you want to get fucked, you got to go do something else. Yeah. I don't know what your interests are, but, like, you know, paint something, listen to music, dubstep it out in your house. You're going to be really fit with all those dance steps you're going to do. It's so funny. I, like, literally sent my friends a screenshot, like, how to get less horny. And, like, one of the first things was, like, come on. A walk so i just try to like walk around my backyard with my dog you gotta see how many steps you get let's see what you how frustrated you are each day that yeah. those things come back up <laughs> what are the top three rules that you abide by oh my god i don't know if i abide to any rules um, you don't have like a code of conduct for yourself that you i mean these are rules that you can state about your celibacy there's you know is there anything that you kind of maybe live by a code 
I mean, I'm, I feel like always be authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, cause what, what else would you be? Um, I guess this is kind of my rules, but I've just noticed a lot of people in the industry specifically don't have a lot of morals or ethics. Mm-hmm. And, um, if I hear about a sexual assault allegation, I am not going to associate with that person anymore. Yeah. Um, so that is something I have a high fucking moral compass. Cause like, it just takes hearing one or two stories for me to be like, all right, yeah, yeah. you're uh. for sure. Um, any other rules? I don't know. Work hard. I work really hard. Okay. <laughs> uh, what's one subscription that you cannot live without? Um, probably tick save because that saves all my TikToks without the watermark. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Since you say that you've been, you know, prior to right now with your whole celibacy going on in college or anything, you know, any time in between then, yeah. did you ever take a souvenir home from one of your sexcapades? Oh yeah. I take, they're called shack shirts in college. Okay. So I have almost every fraternity's shack shirts at my uh in my house right now and actually yesterday i filmed skits with them with the guy who i'm kind of interested in and a lot of my friends nice you should make a blanket you know put all the shirts up and make it so i got i got all the shack shirts okay okay hmm have you ever gone through a partner's phone no okay i think the closest thing was his alarm was going off when he was in the shower and i ended it and then i saw a girl texted him then i was pissed but like that wasn't me purposely going, going through, through his phone. Have you ever been kicked out of a place? If so, why? Um, yes. <laughs> what did you do? I was really drunk, okay. like not speaking English kind of drunk. Did you have your own language going on? <laughs> I did. I had my own fucking language going on. And I, this guy told me, can you come over around like 2, 2.30? I was like, sure. And then he texted me again. And at that point, I had just blacked out, had no idea what was going on. And he's like, wait, actually, can you come closer to three? So I went to his house, was banging on his door. He was not home. Mm. And then I was banging on his roommate's door, who, um, ironically, I had fucked my freshman year, and this was my senior year. And then his best friend was (laughs) like, oh, my God, is she trying to fuck me? And I'm like, no, he told me to come. I am just very fucking early. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I got, I got, he's like, go home, just go fucking home. And so I was so pissed. you got kicked out for trying to fuck too early. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> yeah. And he, he did think I was crazy. Cause I sent him so many text messages like, fuck you. Why did you tell me to come over when you're not even here? I read all the text messages the next morning and I'm like, did you ever fuck him again? No, he thought I was crazy after that. Mm. That was, that was a deal breaker? He thought I was a little psycho. And <laughs> I might have been. I might have been. I don't drink a lot of alcohol anymore because I'm like, drunkadelia is fun every once in a while, but I do get a little crazy sometimes. Yeah. I sometimes let those intrusive thoughts win. Reel it back. <laughs> <laughs> if people came with a warning label, what would yours be, Adelia? Oh, God. Um... <laughs> If I had a warning label, be careful of her at raves. I accidentally punch people a lot. Oh, you're an angry. Um, I, I'm a headbanger. I like like I like headbanger shit. So okay. I'm prone to concussions. I'm prone to hitting things on accident. Okay. And well, rager over here. Yeah. You like to get it, get it <laughs> over there. What's your favorite way to receive affection? Compliments. Compliments. So yeah. words of affirmation is your love language. Yeah, which isn't always the best because fuck boys usually 
are great at words of affirmation and don't mean a single thing they say. Mm. See, that's that's the three month rule. Yeah, Yeah, make sure you gotta (laughs) see if those affirmations are really true. Hmm, What's the biggest life lesson that you've learned this far? Um, I'd say believe in yourself when no one else does, and just do that inner work and. Once you start doing that inner work, things just become a lot easier. They're harder while you're doing the inner work, a lot harder while you're doing the inner work, but like afterwards, things are just a lot easier in life. What is a common sexual act that you dislike? 69ing. No 69ing for you. It's just not a fun time for me. Not for you, okay. No. It is kind of awkward at times. Yeah, it's, it's just, like I think in high school, I tried it, because I'm like, oh, 69 he. <laughs> and I'm like, this, how do you focus on anything? It's like, because if, if I am trying to get like my clip stimulated, that is literally the only thing I can be focused on. It's, in fact, I do breath work a lot when mm-hmm. I'm like trying to come okay. because it's like, if I get distracted at all, it's like I lose the almost coming. Is it so, more intense while doing that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you haven't tried breath work while trying to masturbate, do it. I've definitely never done it while masturbating. I've done mm-hmm. it, but I never, I yeah. can see the intensity from that point because I've like been emotionally released, but never like orgasm release. It's awesome. Gotta try that one. Yeah. Um, Learn something new every day. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so you said your celibacy act is going on. When's the last time you've had sex? How long has it been at Se- this current time? September 30th, 2021. You have like uh, a timer going on for a long time? Um, well, it's I like keep- the countdown? Well, I guess there's no nothing to expect yet. So it's like yeah. this long running clock. Yeah, I, I keep making TikToks like six, I think it's 680 something days without dick right now. How are you feeling? Like are you doing good besides the like minor setback? Um, do you feel more clear? Do you feel oh, more I feel like so much more clear? Do you feel like more clarity of on like everything? Just the sexual part is with partners. Like how yeah. does that feel for you? Other than like the torture you're doing for yourself? I feel like it's awesome. I feel like it. I mean, here's the thing. I'm not interested in a lot of men to begin with. So for me to even find a man that I'm interested in, like it takes a while. But why do you think that? And why do you say that? Like, um, a lot of men who are into me are either just like super obviously players okay. or I notice a lot of them are like, uh, not very independent kind of people. Mm. So I feel like they cling on to me because I'm very opinionated. I'm very strong. And it's like, they want to hide behind like someone. The mommy factor. Something like that. Yeah. And it's like, or I'll have guys wanting to be a sugar baby or I'm like, I never offered to do that. <laughs> they just assume. Yeah. It's just, I think that's the generation that we're in. Unfortunately, I don't get it, but looking yeah. from afar, dating's rough in general. I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, I feel like that's why, especially being in California and that's why it's unique to see that you're from here. So it's like, do you feel like it's always been that way? Or do you think just more so of you becoming into like becoming a woman and now you see things more clearly? Yeah, I mean, I went to school at the University of Arizona, and I lived in Arizona after that. I'd say dating is a lot worse in Arizona than here. Okay. Just my personal opinion. But I feel like there's not as many men in Arizona. There's more females than men, so I could see it being, like, scarce for, like, good men out there. I think it's It's too hot for me in general, but... Yeah, (laughs) it's just, it's a lot of, like, a lot of people after college, too, they just never grow out of the partying, and Mm -hmm. it's like... I, I mean, I'll still party really hard if I party, but it's like I'm not partying nearly as much as I used to. It's, it's like, like you don't have to go out every single night. No. Maybe, yeah. I maybe go out like three times a month. Maybe. Yeah. That's being generous. Okay. There are some months I don't do anything. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> it's just they're, they're a little gross. And then they're like, 
they're over here like if they get a girl pregnant they're like oh yeah like get an abortion blah 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 but they just don't want other people having options and they don't see the hypocrisy in that and so they just, have these conversations on like a first second date conversation like n- this is being no i've just to- been with enough frat boys uh, yeah maybe we should just leave the frat boys alone. yeah <laughs> leave them where they are in yeah. the in their dorms frat houses you know drinking lots of beer and getting stds leave yeah them. let them let them be there let them be there what or who was your first celebrity crush Oh, my God. Did you have any posters on your wall of some sexy man or woman? You know, where did this woman crush come from? I didn't. I don't think I had any, like, I I definitely didn't have any posters. I think my first celebrity crush was, like, Justin Bieber. Okay. But I think that's almost everybody's. So was it, like, the wallpapers on your phone? You had Justin Bieber, like, memorabilia? No, but I did go to a Justin Bieber concert. And um, as an eighth grader, a Christian eighth grader, I got white panties, stole them. Oh got a red Sharpie, uh, <laughs> wrote my phone number on it, and then I try to fling it on stage from about maybe four, 500 feet away, probably more than that, like however much, like half a stadium basically is, I don't know. <laughs> Who took feet. you to this concert? My mom. And so how did you take the panties off without her knowing? Well, I was wearing different panties. Oh, I just, you just did it to be, got it. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were being even more sneaky and was like, here's my panties. I'm like, you're in eighth grade and your mom's watching you do this? What's going on? I wonder why your mom's pissed. Oh my <laughs> God, no. So did it, did it, they make the stage? Nope, not even close. It maybe hit the person two rows in front of did me. Did your mom see you throw something? No. No. No, I waited until <laughs> she went pee. Smart, smart girl. <laughs> what makes you smile? My dog and dubstep and flowers and being outside and okay yeah (laughs) what would you say is unique about you a lot I'm just I'm just weird I don't even know how to describe myself half the time but I would say that fact I just can't really be anyone but myself okay (laughs) and sometimes I would like to be but I can't you don't need to be I mean I feel like if it works for you why why change it yeah what is your biggest pet peeve people who are unaware of themselves okay just like self-awareness is just so attractive in friendships relationships like if you don't have any self-awareness you're just you just get on my fucking nerves it's like i am very self-aware of a lot of my bad habits my bad traits Mm. the stuff that i'm working on and it's like if someone is like i don't do that and i'm like get offended yeah get offended and it's who who do you think you are yeah so yeah that's that's my biggest okay you said that you are a big rave girl. Is there one concert experience that kind of sticks out more than all the others? Paradise Blue in Cancun. It was Excision, which is a huge dubstep DJ, on the beach. And it was unlimited drinks, unlimited food, like all-inclusive resort. And it was just like dubstep on the fucking... It was awesome. Nice. Craziest celebrity interaction. Do you have any? Oh my God, do I? I probably do. Um... I guess this isn't like too crazy, but I met Kevin Hart and Mm -hmm. I was like, I was 17 at the time. And my first, the first thing that came out of my mouth was like, oh my God, you're so short. Like I was trying to be funny, you know? Okay. I was just trying to be funny. It didn't land well? No, he he was, he joked about it though. Okay. He was like, just give me your damn phone. (laughs) He's like, you're fucking tall for a girl, but like, like joking. But it was, I don't know why that was the first thing that I thought to say. Like I was just trying to make him laugh. Okay. But, yeah, it was. It just wasn't a great joke. Sometimes, you know, we let comedians be comedians. <laughs> just say, you know, I'm such a big fan of you. Yeah. Let's take a picture. To be fair, I was 17. <laughs> hey, you had balls enough to try to make him laugh. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's something in that, for sure. 
Where would be the weirdest place that you have masturbated? Is there any like kinky spots that you've uh, touched yourself, been naughty? Pretty much everywhere. Um, oh my God. <laughs> I have masturbated at raves. I've masturbated um, in airplanes. I have masturbated in my car in multiple different kinds of parking lots. I've masturbated on the beach. On <laughs> um, I, feel, I feel like you name it, I've probably masturbated there. Maybe. Okay. So you're just masturbating queen. You're just masturbating all over town. Yeah. I, I'm very horny. Like, celibacy is hard. People okay. underestimate how fucking hard it is. But I masturbate a lot. So how many... What's the most number of time you've masturbated in one day? Like three, four hours. So but you're, so are you coming the entire time? Or are you I'm coming just like, like 20 times, yeah. Okay. So it's just a long process. All at one time. No, no, no. You're not taking like, breaks? Yeah, I'm not taking breaks. I mean, maybe I'll, I'll have to go pee or my hand will cramp, and then I'm like, okay, I have to... So is this like a Hitachi situation, yep. a dildo situation, both mixing it up? Are you watching porn? You're just thinking of naughty thoughts? Like, I got a lot of questions. Because if you're masturbating that many times, you see, like, in place, like, in place of the dick, yeah. you're trying to, like, you know, you're, yeah. you're running from the dick, but you're getting it from yourself. Yeah. Um, DJ I, Hitachi. Hero. Hitachi. It's the whole time, pretty much. Um... I would love it if like I had some kind of penetration. I'm like, God, if I was just like making a little bit more money right now, it's like I want one of those like dildo machines that could like fuck me while I'm using the Hitachi. Fucking machine? Yeah, like a fucking mm. machine so I could have like both stimulation at the same time. But why don't you just get like a thing that vibrates, like a dildo, like the rabbit type situation. Because it needs like, to be like right here but for it, me it, to come. But it, the thing, if you push it flush on yourself, and it's, I'm like instructing, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, I wish at my other, you know, my other spot we have, I have Lexus Texas Toys, which oh. it has one that has okay. both of those things. So I'll have to make sure that you get something yeah. that you could practice and see if it, it does see. it. Because it's have. like, because I like the both. For me, mm -hmm. it's like, I'm a clitoral person. I'm a Hitachi queen. And it's like my, I take him everywhere we go. It's like my boyfriend. Uh -huh. And so, but sometimes, you know, you need the extra you know, yeah. edge. so for me, that's what I like. I can't, I get what you're saying, which is like really heavy on like, you know, uh -huh. vibrating on your clit to make you come. But I feel like this thing would do the job. Okay. I'll try it out. I, I have tried it before. Yeah. But maybe I was just this doing it wrong. This isn't just like a little, there's like a bigger one. Like it has these okay. little things. It has a, I'll, send yeah, you, yeah. I'll send you something, girl. Thank I'll you. make sure you're taken care of. You know, <laughs> we, we have to make sure that the celibacy stays. I'm, I'm with the three month thing. I mean, yeah. at least that you're trying, I feel like at least try it out. Mm -hmm. And then by the second month, you'll be like, fuck, this is easy. I don't, you know what I mean? You yeah, know, yeah. You never know. You just gotta get over the hump. Uh -huh. They say like 21 days where it's like, you know. Something like that, yeah. All right, so. That's that part of the, of the podcast. This time is my favorite part. We're going to okay. play Truth with Texas. It's cool. a little game that I came up with that we get to see your naughtier side, which you already seem like a naughty lady. And we, yeah. know, we get to need you a little bit more intimately. Okay. Are you ready to play with I Miss am. Texas? All right. We've got four sets of questions. We've got kinky, spicy, naughty, and romantic. I think we're going to start with kinky. Okay. You seem like a kinky lady. <laughs> Miss Kinky over here. Shower sex or car sex? Car sex. Do you have any fetishes? Uh, oh, do I, I mean, I, I like to fuck the dubstep. I don't think that's a fetish, though. And do you then, like feet? Do you like face sitting? Do you like giving? I like to be hit a little bit. Okay, so like, like BDSM type thing? Like, you know, like ropes and like whips? Or like what kind of like choking? What kind of hitting are we speaking kind of? Kind like throw me against the room. Okay, so you like rough sex? <laughs> really rough, yeah. Okay. I think it goes hand in hand with the dubstep. You get in the mood. Okay. Yeah. Crashing into walls and shit? Yeah, like I've, one of my concussions has been from, I was like, slam my head against the wall, you won't. And he did. 
Oh. And he did. He saw stars. And then, um, yeah, I had a big bump right here the next day. And I'm like, God, I probably should have chilled a little bit. But I, it, I was did wet after that. Fucking? Did y'all keep fucking? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. yeah. Fuck the concussion. I need, <laughs> I need to come. I mean, here's the thing. I didn't know I had a concussion until, like, the next day. Because I was on acid, molly, alcohol, like, a whole bottle of oh. Ciroc at the time. That's so. all? I'm like, yeah. that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's it? <laughs> so um, I, I didn't even know I had a concussion until probably, like, the next day. Well, I'm good to see that you're still here after yeah. that whole thing. But, you know, you got the job done. You can't. Yeah, exactly. That was, was a fun time. So you talked about a lot of one-on-one encounters in college and through your lifetime. Have you been in any orgies? Uh, I've been in, like, some girl-girl orgies. Okay. It's been a while since I've been in one. Um, I just remember when I first kind of discovered I was bisexual, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I wanted – I was, like, hoeing out with the vaginas. Like, like, pussy everywhere. Yeah, pussy everywhere. And that was really fun. Um and now I just, I haven't really done that in a little bit. Um, cause I do prefer, I think one-on-one or maybe even like a threesome, but I, it's very overstimulating being okay. with so many people. What was the most number of people in the orgy? Probably like 40. 40? Yeah. Didn't expect that number, but okay. Yeah, Mia Malkova was there. I was in a little vibrator train with her. Okay, okay. Yeah. How does one of these things happen? You're like at a party and you're just like, hey, everybody, let's have an orgy? No, it's like uh, like people organize like content trips. So it was on like a content mm, trip where it's okay. like everyone was there for that thing. And it's like okay. we definitely like planned the orgy sense. ahead of time. Okay. And um, it, like everyone who was in the orgy either had to be like full send or like they had to be participating in the orgy. And I was just, I was really fucking excited to be in it. Okay, that's hot. Yeah. Hmm. Called someone the wrong name during sex. Yep. What was it? Oh my god. Was they were they mad? Did they get up and leave or did they keep fucking you? Uh I just started coughing a lot afterwards, so they <laughs> like had to hear. ask like what's wrong. Um that's like, actually happened joking? a lot. <laughs> um I used to call a lot of men my ex when I was trying to get over him. Because mm. like I was celibate before my ex. And then I was like with my ex and I was like in love like honestly i was a little bad shit crazy after because it's like he loved bought me so hard for such a long time that then when he started being like a complete dick i like started being crazy so it's like my senior year i was kind of a hoe again not because i truly wanted to be a hoe it was because (laughs) if i didn't go home with a different guy i would try to go home with him okay like crazy like i could call him 20 times in a row but i would need a whole bottle of jose cuervo to be able to do that but you don't think there's no accountability in that statement we just said Oh, no, I was I was crazy. Okay. No, I'm saying I was crazy. Oh, okay, so this was the thoughts that I thought even now. You're like, I just, I'm just like, mm, I, we have to control ourselves. But oh, the yeah. love bombing and those things like that, especially that young of age, it's like, and you're like dick drunk because it's like this, all this thing. Oh, yeah, no, I can fully admit, like, he, if he tells people I'm crazy, I'm not even going to deny it. Yeah. Like, there's, there's self-awareness there. Yeah. I was... And it's like, I remember going to therapy and I'm like, why can't I stop doing these crazy things? And like, I had a bad therapist at the time, so... um. Anyways, I would call a lot of men his name when I would, like, fuck them to not fuck him. But you were doing it intentional or, like, by accident? Oh, no. Complete by accident. Okay. So it, it just, was never You were just purpose. used to it yeah. because it was that you were a partner at the time and you were just... Yeah. And then the guy who... Fucking um, the pain away didn't work. Yeah. The guy who I, like, showed up at his house and I had also fucked his roommate, like, my freshman year. I accidentally called him his roommate's name a few times and I would just start coughing because I'm like, God, fuck. Like, this is so bad because I, w- I would be thinking, like, huh, I wonder if... Let's just say his name is Matt. Like, I wonder if Matt's here. And then I would accidentally say Matt's mm-hmm. name. Mm. And then he would be like, what? And I'm like, oh, 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 oh my God. What? <laughs> what happened? Okay, actress. I see it. <laughs> um, I don't know if I pulled it off. I don't even know if he knew I fucked his roommate because I never told him. But 
Sorry, Matt. It's not really Matt, but your fake name is Matt. But yeah, you know, your fake name is Matt, but oh my God, it's just... Do you still talk to him anymore? Or oh no, was he it... thinks I'm crazy. Okay. I'm not even... Like, I was probably a little bit crazy. It's yeah. fine. But you know what? At that time, it served you, and now we move on. And yeah. you know what? You just know not to do that the next time, because, yeah. you know, that's why celibacy is good for celibacy. you. I like this. I like this for you more and more. Look, more yeah. I get to know you, the more <laughs> I understand why this is a good thing, especially just for space and, like, clarity. You know what I mean? Because, uh-huh. again, like, back to the, like what we interpret sex is and what it gives us. Oh yeah, and also it just helps a lot too. Like, I used to drink a lot, and now I maybe drink once a month. And yeah. I'll get crazy once a month, but it's like, I do take a lot of mushrooms, but you're not gonna black out and do stupid shit on yeah. mushrooms. You get more clarity. Yeah, I have a lot more clarity, and alcohol was like not serving me at all. I would do so much dumb shit. I'm proud of you for knowing that. You know, you gotta yeah. like know what you gotta get, what you likes, and like move on from it. Thank you. How many of all these things that you've speak about the sex capades, how many partners do you think that you have have had? Um, What's your body count, girl? Men is definitely less than 50. Woman, I couldn't even tell. Because it's like, I've been in 40 girl orgies, but am I fucking every girl in the yeah. orgy? No. So it's like, I could not Go away. Okay. name how many women. I don't even know. All right. TBA. Yeah. All right. Naughty questions. Do yes. you like dirty talk? Yes. Can you give us an example of your dirty talk? Um, oh my gosh. Uh, oh, I'm nervous. <laughs> if Miss Texas was buying a dirty custom from you and I wanted you to dirty talk me, what would you tell Miss Texas? Oh my gosh. I'm not like the, I feel like I'm so much better in the moment. And, um, but it's like, I want you, to, I really want you to punish me. Like, I really want you to choke me. I want you to tell me I'm being a bad fucking girl or a good girl. Like, mm. mix in praise and derogatory things. Like, okay. you're a dirty little slut, but you suck my dick so good. Or, like, or I, or like, you suck my clit so good, but it's like, I tell you what I want you to say to me okay. kind of stuff. Okay, it's naughty like, little girl. Yeah. Don't be nervous, Miss Texas. I won't bite you too much. Lube or spit? Spit. Handcuffs or blindfold? Both. Role play. Do you like it? I could, I could get in, but I'm not a great actress, so we're going to be laughing, but I could get into it. Okay. It's, it's not going to be that serious. What's your biggest turn off? Ooh, I have, uh, I have a lot. <laughs> um, Name a few. If they ask to play The weekend while we're fucking, oh. um, that's a big turn off. You hate The weekend. I Listen, I don't hate him, okay. but I do not want to fuck all slow and sensual um dubstep fucking no yeah, I want no fast weekend fucking, fucking. Okay. i want like aggressive fucking and i just don't think that you can fuck aggressively to the weekend that's just how i feel um you'd be on two different rhythms how <laughs> yeah. they'd be on two different <laughs> rhythms so yeah i guess i guess that's probably one of my biggest turnoffs okay romantic questions yes. make out or cuddle both i can't choose you gotta choose one. Oh, i have to choose one mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Okay, making out, I okay. guess. Cut I can cuddle with my dog. Cut or uncut. What does that mean? Their dick is either cut oh, or uncut. I do not want to fuck a naked mole rat. It's okay. gotta be circumcised. It has to be circumcised. It, I will be scared. Have and you run. ever had an uncircumcised one? Um, I haven't fucked one. Okay. But um, they're that's not so ha- bad. They're, huh? good. they're good for anal. They're not so bad. My butthole is sensitive. We haven't gotten there. I haven't done anal yet. Well, that's that's what you should you first should have someone who's uncircumcised. Uncircumcised, okay, because um, it's like a little, you know, it's like a little glove. It's yeah, good for everybody. That's what <laughs> Alexis Fox said on my podcast. Um, but that one time I uh, took ecstasy when I was in high school, um, and I blew three guys. The first guy, I didn't even know like what was wrong with his dick. Okay, I, I you're just, like uh, I thought it was deformed. I this? didn't know that it was uncircumcised. And, um, Were you I like, told, excuse me, sir, what's going on? 
I said, I'm going to the bathroom and ran out and had the other guy who was going to blow. You dick shamed him. <laughs> well, I just, I went to the bathroom. I just never came back. You look at his dick. Oh, I have to, uh, excuse me real quick. I, I blew it for a sec. Okay. At least so he, he gave it a little, bad. he gave it a little kiss. Yeah. A little, a little, <laughs> a little action. Until I ran out. And then he was in one of my classes after that and was like, Hey, like what's what's going on? And I'm like, oh, e ah, or I don't even know what to say. Cause you like to either make noises, cough, things to get out of things. You're like, yeah. oh, what what happened? What's going on? <laughs> I just start making random noises. Favorite place to be kissed? Oh, uh, probably my neck. Okay, okay. Spicy questions. Mm-hmm. <sighs> hmm. Let's see. Have you ever thrown up during sex? I've thrown up on a lot of penises when I'm blowing them because okay. I was bulimic most of my life and it just, it's very sensitive. Did you just keep on going or yeah. did they know? They, nope. they, well, they might, they might know okay. and they might pretend like they don't know, but they don't outwardly say that they know I'm but throwing up on their But their dicks are so hard and ready to go. Yes. Okay. Because it's not like I'm throwing up chunks. It's like little bits of water. So it could just feel like mm. spit. Okay. Yeah. Do you use toys in the bedroom? Yes. Have you ever stayed in a relationship for sex only? No. Have you ever fallen asleep during sex? A lot. Um, okay. Yeah, when I used to have a little bit of a drinking problem. And they should <clears throat> probably have stopped fucking me. <laughs> hey, what is something that's completely off limits in the bedroom that you won't even try because you're not into it? I, I don't want to try things with knives. Mm, um, that's a good one. Yeah, I, even when I was at my lowest point in life, like feeling a little bit suicidal, I'm like, okay, everyone else who's suicidal cuts themselves. Let me just try it. Oh my God, I barely cut my skin and was like crying. So um, that's just, I'm not down. Okay. No, no hurting. Just, you know, no. just fucking. Well, I do, I do want like bruises. Like yeah. bruises are fine, but like actual like cuts, like that's, that's the yeah. line. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. That is the Rust of Truth <laughs> with Texas. Thank you so much for sharing. Is Thank there anything you. you would like to ask Miss Texas before we go? Oh my gosh. All right, do you prefer circumcised or uncircumcised? You know, I like them both, like I said. I feel like one is not better than the other. It just depends on who they're attached to. Okay. Um, but I feel for anal, definitely uncircumcised dicks feel better. But yeah. it just, again, depends on the person. Um, but I like, I can't say all dicks, but I like <laughs> most, <laughs> most dicks. Okay. But yes. All right. All right. Let us know where we can follow you, where we can support everything you've got going on. Of course. Um, my website where you can find everything is itsdeals, I-T-S-D-E-E-L-Z.com. And that just has everything. It's so much easier. All right. You heard her. Make sure you follow her, support everything she's got. And uh, yes. until we meet again. Oh, yeah. And my OnlyFans is free. Hey. This episode is sponsored by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Our house is a mess. Come on in. I'm Amber Wallen, internet comedian, plant queen, and host of your new favorite podcast, Fly on the Wild. Okay, that's pretty presumptuous to assume that this is going to be their favorite podcast, by the way. Like, come on, Amber. Anyway, that wasp that you just heard interrupt me is my husband. And co-host, Benjamin Wallen, also a comedian, and I host people at our home. I have a great wine collection in my cellar. Well, you it's mean a cellar. the mini fridge. It's a mini fridge. It's a mini yeah. fridge. New 
new episodes of Fly on the Wallin drop every Wednesday. Listen in as we discuss relationships, books, and keeping our sweet baby kid alive while we make laughs on the internet. Subscribe to Fly on the Wallin wherever you get your podcasts.